read tonight from the Gospel of John, John chapter 10, and starting at the first four verses. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And verse 27, same chapter, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. It's really a staggering thought to think about that. The voice of God is a voice that He intended us to know. He did not intend for there to be any separation, any confusion, any darkness. He intended us to know His voice, for it to be crystal clear and to understand His leading. He knows us. We just read that. He knows us. And He intended for us to know Him. He intended for us to recognize His voice out of all the voices and to be able to follow it. And we just read that. Sheep don't have a real good reputation for survival. At least from what I've read, I've never been a shepherd, but from what I've read, they need a lot of help. And they're easily afraid. But here we find sheep that are confident that are secure because they know the voice of their shepherd. And that's the one voice they will follow. And that's exactly how the Lord intended it. Now that's, that's a marvelous thought. There's a lot of confusion in this world. There are many voices in this world. There are many things to be distracted by. Things uh, that will take our time and our attention. There are voices that seem almost right. Voices maybe that we take time listening to that we shouldn't. Uh, a lot of voices that can uh, cause confusion, that can, if at the very least, distract us. We have technology today that uh, keeps us busy. I don't know that it's made us any smarter, honestly, but it's made us busy. We have a, a lot of knowledge on the Internet, and we have a, a hold of a lot of facts. Um, a good many of those facts aren't true, but nevertheless, they're available. We can hop from one thing to the next without taking a break. We go from uh, one stimulation to the next. That's just the society in which we live. We know that. But in all of that, the call of God still goes out the same as it always has. And the voice of God still reaches through all of that to find one soul that is interested in hearing the voice of God. And that's how God meant it to be. He doesn't speak in a confusing voice. He doesn't speak with darkness. He is not the author of confusion. Our Lord speaks quietly, but He speaks clearly. And we know Him. If you are saved tonight, you know His voice. Don't let the enemy tell you different. Don't let anybody else tell you different. You know His voice. And that voice has brought you comfort time and time again. That voice has brought you victory. That voice voice has broken chains. That voice has dispelled darkness, given you clarity, washed away your fears. Hasn't it? You know that voice. That's the voice of God. You think about that voice. You know that voice. And He intended you to know that voice. There's power behind that voice. 
This is, this is the voice that calmed the storm. This is the voice out of darkness brought light. Out of nothing brought light. And that same voice will bring light into your life. Will bring light into your mind. Light into your heart. The psalmist said, in thy light we see light. In His light, in His presence, we have clarity. We understand things. The psalmist also said, they that seek the Lord understand all things. The Lord brings clarity. We thank God for that. That we can know His voice. The voice that has all power. The voice that works for us in the midst of of a world that is full of voices. Full of confusion. Full of darkness. But we don't need to, to worry about that too much because the voice of God is still the same. The voice of God still goes out. The voice of God can still be heard if we want to hear it. We're going to have to make time, though. We're going to have to want to hear Him because we can be distracted as distracted as, as anybody else. Uh, but we want to make time. We want to give the Lord an opportunity to speak to us. And we want to give ourselves a chance to hear Him. That means we're going to have to take time to pray. We're going to have to take time to really seek the Lord, to dig a little deeper in His Word. We're going to have to want to hear Him. We won't hear Him any other way. The Lord is faithful sometimes to get our attention. There's no doubt about that. He'll break through the clouds of business and whatever else, and He'll get our attention. And certainly, before we were saved, He got our attention. We thank God for that. But as we walk with the Lord, we have to make time to hear His voice. Haven't we found uh, many times uh, getting down to the place of prayer, maybe at a low point in our life when there's confusion or there's darkness and we don't hardly know what to say, we don't hardly know what to pray, but we know that we should pray so we get down before the Lord sometimes. All we can do is groan before the Lord. But before we're done, we have found that still small voice has met us and lifted the burden, given us light, broken the chains. We don't have to sell it short. There's power in this gospel and the still small voice goes out clearly for those who want to hear that voice. We can be distracted by the wrong voices. In John 12, we read about some of the religious leaders after Jesus had come into Jerusalem. John 12. You know, the power and witness of Christ reached everybody. And it did reach the corrupt and deceitful religious leaders of the day. Some of them. Well, I reached all of them, really. Some of them just refused to listen and to acknowledge who he really was. But Jesus was teaching, and in verse 42, nevertheless, it says, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of man more than the praise of God. What a sad story. They had a beginning. They saw the light of it. They understood the truth of it. It registered in their heart. This is truly the Son of God. This is somebody we need to listen to. They had belief in their heart. There was something, a kernel of truth had reached them. But there was another voice they were listening to they couldn't get away from. And that was the voice of their peers. That was the voice of the religious leaders of the day was so important that they had to ignore the voice of God. You're not going to get very far to walk like that. Would you, would you want to trust uh, somebody like that showing you the way to eternal life? Somebody who believed God but was afraid to say it because of what the religious leaders of the day would say? You would have to say that there must be nothing to it. If there is, I don't want that. That's full of fear. Well, that's a sad story, but it can happen. 
We, we, we don't, we're not interested in seeking the favor of man. We can get caught in that trap, but we don't want to get caught in that trap. We might have the favor of man. We might not. We might not have any idea if we have the favor of man or not. But if we focus on having the favor of God and keeping in step with Him, God will take care of the rest. God will take care of it. Don't you worry about it. Don't worry about the voices. Don't worry about the favor of this one or that one or what anybody else is doing. If you want to hear the voice of God and what you mean to Him, if you want to hear what God has planned for you, seek Him out. Seek Him out. And He will tell you what you need to know. He will tell you things that you haven't thought of yet. He will tell you things that you never knew. We haven't learned all about God yet. Have we? There's always more to learn. We're always hungry for more of God, aren't we? That's a, that's a healthy uh, state to be in. Spiritually, it's hungry for God. Hungry to, to hear His voice. Hungry to draw closer to Him. We must guard that. With all the distractions, all the voices out there, we can put it into autopilot sometimes. And forget to make quality time for the Lord. How many times? I can't tell you how many times. I'm sure it's true of you too. Uh, times when you're, when you're tired and you're weary and you know you should spend time in prayer. And sometimes, I've told my wife this, we would pray together. And we still do, by the way. I'm not sure that, uh, that I have the energy tonight. But we would pray. And how many times God has met us how many times God has encouraged us? And I've told my wife before we get up from prayer, from prayer, and I would tell her, I can't believe I almost didn't do this. I can't believe I almost passed it by. But God was ready with His still small voice, with His strength, with His encouragement. He's ready if you're ready. His voice has all the power we need. His voice will bring clarity into our lives. We thank God for that. In this confusing, dark world, we need not be in despair. We need not be discouraged. We go through dark places. There's no doubt about that. Jesus told us we would. But His voice is there. And no matter what comes across our path, there's victory in it. There's light in it. If we'll seek Him, if we're willing to to listen to His voice. When Jesus was giving Peter that charge after He had risen from the dead and He was on the seashore and he, He was asking Peter, lovest thou me more than these? And He said, feed my sheep. He was giving him that charge. And what did Peter say? Well, what will this man do? And what did, what did Jesus say? If I will that he, he lives till I return, what is, that to, what is that to thee? Follow me. Don't you worry about him. I have plans for him. I've got plans for you. You can't live his life. You can't answer his call. You can answer your call. And I'm giving you your call. He was not calling Peter to be in charge. He was not calling Peter to lead. He was calling Peter to build up the saints, to build up the flock. He was calling Peter to follow him. That's what he was calling Peter to do. The better we follow the Lord, the better leader we are. Isn't that true? We can't lead anybody anywhere if we're not following Him. We have to be familiar with the voice of Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Shepherd. The same voice that created this world from nothing. The same voice that brought life to this world that had no life in it. The same voice will bring life to your soul. When we go through discouragement and darkness and we feel like we don't have any life left, you need that still small voice. If we'll make time, the Lord will meet us where we are. He'll give us the life that we need. Haven't you found that to be true? I have. Over and over again. I'm so thankful for this gospel. So thankful for the victory that is in Jesus Christ. I was reading this account in John 9 of this poor blind man that was born blind. And the disciples asked Jesus, somebody must have sinned to bring this on. Right? It must have been his parents. 
There's got to be somebody to blame here. But Jesus' response was, Neither hath this man sinned to his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. The Lord knows what he's doing. The Lord knows what he's doing. And, and the Lord healed this man. But this man was about to enter into a lot of controversy. First, his, his neighbors were, were brought. Nobody could believe that this man that was born blind was now seeing. And they asked the neighbors, is this really him? Yes, it's him. And then, and then uh, they, they finally brought him to the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day. A lot of help that was. And, and, they, be, and they, they asked him about this. And of course, there was a debate started. Well, this could not have been. He is not the Son of God. But this man knew something had happened. Obviously. He didn't really know who Jesus was. He didn't understand. He didn't even know. He said, he told them, he said, I don't know if he's a sinner or not. I don't know what he is. I don't know who he is, but I know he did something for me. Now that's the confidence that God wants us to have in this dark world. We know God did something for us. We've met him. And we know his voice. And he told them that. Well, the Pharisees brought in his parents. Is this your son? Yes, it's our son, but they didn't want to dare. They didn't dare say because they were also afraid that the religious leaders would put them out of the temple. So they didn't want to confess who Jesus was. You see how those voices can get in the way. But we're interested in the voice of Jesus Christ, regardless of everything else. If we have the favor of God, we have all the favor we need. God will take care of the rest. Well, finally, these these Pharisees didn't know what to do with him, so they cast him out of the temple. They said. You were altogether born in sins. Dost thou teach us? Because, you know, of course, they knew everything. So they cast him out. Well, this poor man, you, you think about that. If you would have been an onlooker observing all of this controversy, all of this of the distraction, all of the debate, and here's this man that is standing there seeing, what would you think? Do I believe the religious leaders? Or do I believe this man who, who seems to be living in a miracle? What would you do with that? If you were left to sort all that out, you can't hardly blame people if they would just turn around and walk away. How would you sort all that out? But we know that the Lord is so faithful. We know this poor man, we don't know where he went. They just cast him out. But there was a heart in this man that wanted to worship the one who had healed him. There was something in his heart that wanted to know who he was. And the Lord found him. The Lord found him. And he asked him if he believed. And he said, I don't even know who he is. Show me who he is so I can worship him. And he worshiped the Lord there. Jesus and this man having a prayer meeting right there. What a contrast to what's going on maybe a hundred yards away in the, in the temple of the religious leaders and the debate and the confusion where there's confusion and darkness all around you. The still small voice is still there. Still there for those who want to hear it. Those who want to be encouraged. Those who want to find direction in their Savior. You can find it. And if you have a heart that wants to find Him, He'll find you. Just like He did this man. What a wonderful Savior we have. We know His voice. We know Him. He knows us. He knows just what we need. He knows how to bring us from where we are. We can't always even explain where we are. We can't always even explain what we need. But guaranteed, the Lord has what we need. The devil tells us all kinds of things. The enemy will. He'll, he'll minimize what God has done. He'll tell you that your need is too great. He'll tell you that you're the only one. He'll tell you that nobody's ever been through this. Does that sound familiar? It's all, it's all lies. You don't need that voice. What you need is the voice of the Son of God. That still small voice, if you make time, 
quality time to come to Him and really open yourself up to Him, He'll be what you need. You'll hear His voice. One word changes everything. One touch changes everything. One of my favorite verses is in Isaiah 57, 15. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also. He dwells in a high and holy place. But he also dwells with him also that is of a contrite and a humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. If we can just admit that we need him, he's right there to dwell with you. The Lord can't do much for somebody who won't admit that they have a need. The Lord can't work for somebody who won't ever admit that they need him. But if we can admit that we need him, Lord, I need some help here. The Lord is right there. He'll find you. He'll give you the victory and the strength you need. What a wonderful gospel we have. What a wonderful Savior we have that has all power. Tonight we can be encouraged. God has something for each one of us. Let's stand and sing.